At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Wimbledon in full swing. Day two here, Amal. We also have one baseball game underway today. Full slate. Plus, they got a lot of games to make up in Cleveland with all the yeah. bad weather they had early. Big, uh, big, big doubleheader today uh, as the uh, the visitors dominated last night. Sonny Gray was terrific. Tristan McKenzie was not, again, uh, got uh, victimized by a couple of big innings. Uh, and so far, the sun has been the story. Two drop <laughs> pop-ups so far, one of them leading to the Guardians' only run. one nothing heading to the bottom of the third. Yeah, Max, uh, Max Kepler loses the ball in the sun. The ball uh, ends up uh, uh, just dropping in between the first baseman and the right fielder. And uh, Ahmad Rosario scores all the way from first base, giving the Guardians a one nothing lead. Crucial game here, Mike. Guardians have lost, I believe, five in a row. The last game of the series in Minnesota, one nothing. And then they get swept by the Red Sox. And then last night, get dominated. Don't score for eight and two-thirds innings. Get a run on a wild pitch in the ninth. Yeah, you mentioned that. Last night, was a, these are the same pitching matchups from last week in Minneapolis. Yeah. Last night's game had a final of, of 12 to 11. Um, and the game did go over. Yeah. These two today hooked up uh, Plesak for one nothing game. Remember, the Guardians had the bases loaded and nobody out and couldn't uh, score off Smeltzer. In the, or in, it was the reliever in the seventh inning of that game. That game finished one nothing. We're seeing those games trend the same way they did last week in Minneapolis yeah. with the gray game going over and this one right for now headed under. Yeah, absolutely. This game looks like, uh, barring things changing, that this one's going to trend towards the under, as you said. Probably should be scoreless. 
Uh, it was a fairly routine pop-up, but more towards the foul line that they didn't play. But I got to tell you, Mike, from a uh, division standpoint, this is a crucial game. The White Sox are playing just terrible baseball. Blow the game again last night. How, they shouldn't have given up a run last night. I, I feel bad it. for Giolito. Lasheets drops the oh, ball. No, yeah, real quick, for people that didn't see, the ball's hit out to uh, right field. Gavin Sheets, the ball's in his glove, knocks it against the fence. It looked like it initially went over. They ruled it yeah. a two-run homer, turns into a, a triple, and the run scores, and then they get that other run in. That was, I mean, you got to make the play. Bottom and eighth, also a fly ball uh, that scored two runs. It probably should have been caught. The defense is just so bad. Tim Anderson was great in the field last night. The rest of the team, uh, no good. A pretty good pitching matchup uh, last night. Both of them performed well yeah. uh, between Syndergaard and uh, Lucas Gili. Let's talk some Wimbledon, okay? Yeah. In progress right now. A set apiece in the third set tiebreak, FAA, uh, going up here, um, down, down a mini break here, I believe, them all. In the third tiebreak against Maxime Cressy, how much trouble is FAA in right now? Well, he was he was down. Um, excuse me, he was down too many breaks, and right now Cressy just double faulted. So an opportunity here for FAA to get back on serve, and he just did. I think, um, uh, yeah, yeah, Cressy three, just serving three four. four now, yeah, just I mean, serve. yeah, unbelievable based on the way both of these guys can serve. This could be the turning point of the match right now as we're tied at one apiece in the third set breaker. Fifth set, uh, 27th seeded Sinego against Kudla. Sinego up a break, serving up 4-2 with the advantage right now. This has been a terrific match. 7-6-8-6-6-3-7-5-4-6 and now 4-2 in the fifth. Yeah, it's going to be tough here for Kudla. Uh, you're going to have to create a break opportunity and get it done uh, in this one in terms of where they're at right now. Kudla 10-1 to right now down the break um, and with uh, serving with the advantage. Nadal, uh, Rafa blows uh, the third set and was down a break in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, and down two break points. Srindolo yeah. had uh, two break points to go up a double break in the fourth and possibly uh, force a fifth set. Couldn't get it done, and Rafa serves it out. 6-4-6-3-3-6-6-4. Also in progress here, uh, Amal, uh, Chapolovov and Kendernish, uh, they are on serve in the third, a set apiece. Uh, Denis Shapovalov has really struggled last several weeks. Money came in on uh, Arthur Kinderach on the other side there. Um, but Shapovalov with his serve should be able to dominate. Uh, we'll see how this one plays out as FAA just sends one wide. Yeah, Shapovalov minus 250 right now as they're on serve. Uh, in the third, Tommy Fritz wins the first set. He breaks Musetti in the last game, 6-4. They're on serve in the second, 4-4 with Fritz serving. Big scare for Coco this morning. Yeah. Uh, she blew the first set, 6-2, came back, got the second set, and then the third set just went back and forth. She got up a break. They got the break back. She had, in one game, four opportunities to break and couldn't do it, and then in the next game at 5-5, five, five, took took advantage of the 10th break point, finally, and went 7-5 in the third. Yeah, uh, well, she'll have to get better. She's going to obviously make a deep run here at Wimbledon, but I think she's very capable on this surface. Sometimes, you know, you got to use the one-match hiccup and take advantage of one where you could have potentially lost. Uh, uh, she was against Roos today, right? Yes. Yeah, the Romanian's very solid. She just normally doesn't have the power game, but you told me today she was serving harder than Coco. She was serving 11 in the first set, 11 miles an hour harder on the first serve and five miles on the second serve, and her forehands were harder as well, top spin forehands. That surprised me a little bit on the forehand there. Uh, Halep gets the job, John. You said uh, Machova would not have uh, much resistance, and it was at 6-3, 6-2. Camila Georgie on serve in the first set, 4-4, down 15-30 on her serve right now against Fresh. 
Yeah, I, this is against the Polish girl. I thought she had a chance uh, here, uh, Camilla Georgia, but this is a tighter match than she probably wants. A little bit inconsistent at times because she plays only at one speed. Everything's you know going for the home run shot. Yeah. Um, uh, Harriet Dart against Masarova. Uh, Dart almost a $6 favorite today. Dart should dominate. The Brit uh, playing at home uh, should be very effective in this one. Iga Sviatek was down a break in the second set after winning the first uh, six love, but wins the last four games of the match to advance. Six love, six three. I asked you about Jill Teichman. Yeah. I said she's plus 170, awful juicy. You said she hasn't won a game on grass in four years. She goes down in straight sets uh, to Tom Janovich, six two, six three. Yeah, I, I thought that was a bad matchup for Teichman. I thought it was a cheap price on Alia Tom Leonovich, and she comes through comfortably. Uh, Barbara Krejcikova advances in straight mm-hmm. sets, seven six, six three. Your play early this morning, I did delayed from yesterday. I tailed you. I laid the 27.50 to win a nickel. Struggled a little bit in the first, but uh, a complete wash in the second. Zhang beats Doi, Chinese over Japanese, 6-4, 6 love. Yeah, I had her in a parlay, and if you watch that match, the only complaint I had is uh, Zhang dropped one point on sec- on her serve in the second set. I'm wondering why she dropped one point. Uh, Ostapenko, 6-4, 6-4. She moves on, continues to play well uh, in the last few weeks. Alize Cornet upsets uh, 27-seeded. Puts uh, Putin Seva uh, yeah, you, six three seven seven five in the tiebreak in the second. Yeah, Putin Seva is yeah. one who's just a mental midget. It loses or marvels every time after anything goes awry. There's there's some of these players mentally. Uh, you know, Iga uses a sports psychologist, and I think that's so vitally important for so many of these players. Um, Sakari was a huge favorite, and she rolled uh, early this morning. Oh, she yeah, was the yeah, feature yeah. match six one six four over Hives. Uh, on the women's side, still coming uh, shortly, Serena Williams takes on Harmony Tan. Yeah, Serena, my concern here is that she hasn't played a competitive match since Wimbledon last year where she lost to Alexandra Sasnovich. Uh, but against Harmony Tan, she should be able to beat her. The one that I would look out for is Jessica Pagula. I'm not sure what time the match goes. might be underway. 11.35 it's scheduled for okay. right now. I, I like Pagula against Donna Vekic. This is not Pagula's best surface. But she's a better player than Vekic. Vekic is starting to come back around. Remember, she was a top 30, top 50 player last few years, but it's dropped in the rankings due to injury. But I, I like uh, Pagula here. Shelby Rogers against Martic. Yeah, against Petra Martic. Uh, I lean towards Shelby here, but I think Martic is very capable of winning this match. Uh, Muguruza against Menon. Yeah, Garbina better win this one, or she, she's going to be off the boil. Uh, Pliskova against Martinkova. I thought this line is too short. Yeah. I think Pliskova is going to absolutely dominate her. Remember, Pliskova's had great success at Wimbledon, has gone to a final, uh, lost in the final. I, I think she's very capable. Uh, Martinkova is a little bit overrated from a little bit of a run she had last year where there wasn't playing a lot of players. You know, Mike, you win these WTA 250 events where there's not a lot of crucial players in there. Your r- number in the ranking goes up, and I think sometimes the, the price becomes a little bit uh, under or overvalued with it. Cressy serving 6-7 in the tiebreak in the third set against FAA. He's right got now. the lead? or Oh, you said 6-7. Six, six, seven, seven. Seven. Yeah, correct. You're On right. Serve, so FAA got but both. it's a set point here for FAA right okay. now. Uh, Batista Agut rolling here. 6-1, six, 6 love on serve uh, in the third. Pass wins the first in the tiebreak. Up 5-3. Up a break in the second. Um, we talked about Chapovolov. Games still, matches still to play. I don't know if they have many on the men's side here still. Berrettini was canceled. Uh, match with uh, Garin uh, moved Chilich out with yeah, COVID. Yeah, Chilich out with COVID. Out, yeah. uh, withdraws. That, that's going to help the draw on the FAA side here. Yeah. He's in that same draw there, so we'll see how that one plays out. Uh, okay. Uh, 
thoughts through the first two days, anything that surprised you, anything you've seen that maybe you take a look at a player that you might bet in the future market or to win a quarter? Uh, no, but um, I forgot. I think Isner's against Andy Murray in the next matchup. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you had I, him yesterday, right? Yeah, Murray. Uh, I, I thought both of them. Stubborn. You had both of them, Isner and Murray. Murray, yesterday. yeah. How about your boy, Who's Kirio, that? serving underhand again in the first set today? What? Was, I, I, what did I tell you? You can't bet on Nick. Went to the fifth set, was up oh. a break, uh, got back to back on serve, and then broke to win the match, seven five. Nick Kyrgios, <laughs> with his talent, should never be in a fifth set in Game Twelve at Wimbledon in the first round. Can't win seven in a row. Is your point not mentally seven stable enough? No. Talent-wise, absolutely. Talent-wise, absolutely. Um, wow. That just shocks me. I didn't know. They I, interrupted the, uh, the, the, the Coco match to show him serving underhand. Because they all get mad about it, and they're right in what they're saying. You know, you, you're, it's, it's almost an insult to the sport. They had, a, they had a conversation that you and I disagree with at the start of the uh, broadcast today uh, with Fowler and, and his crew there uh, saying, uh, and... and um, Mary Jo Fernandez was part of this. Serena, the, everybody's goat in women's tennis. I severely disagree. I, I do too. Yeah. The, in my opinion, the greatest women's tennis player of all time lives here in Las Vegas, Steffi Graf. That's what you're going to say, Andre. Uh, the VSIN <laughs> Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on Major League Baseball. We'll have NFL preseason coverage. Be focused here coming in the next few weeks. Premium articles on golf. UFC and NASCAR, plus the daily email every morning and point spread weekly every Wednesday. Go to vcin.com slash summer, only $19 through July 31st. When we come back, my top MVP candidates in each league. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one ranked nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. This product does contain nicotine, which is Amal, an addictive chemical. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Uh, rolling through the late Wimbledon plays in day number two. A couple of good matches here, uh, especially with Cressy and FAA. On Tuesdays, we're alternating them all. My uh, top three to five on Cy Young in the American and National League and on MVP right. in the American and National League. And then we'll get your thoughts on it as well, right? So I'll tell you this. I only did three in the National League this week because I think the field thinned with Harper's injury. You don't I think, think that's you, the most significant thing that happened. You don't, yeah, before you get to the uh, uh, MVP, you don't have Carlos Carrasco on the Cy Young, do you? No, he, he had a brief one week, and then he's, plummet, he's plummeted through there. Gotcha. Okay. I will tell you this, though. I'd have Shohei closer on the Cy Young list than on the MVP list. Now, especially if he pitched every five days. All right, I'm going to start with number three this week. And he was higher. I dropped him down. He's been out as well. Manny Machado. 12 home runs, 46 RBIs. I think you could make the argument of all that take him off his team. It's the biggest drop in productivity and winning of anybody. But I don't think through the course of the year he's going to have the numbers to match the top two. Okay, who's number two? Pete Alonso with the New York Mets. Okay. I, at this point, I think it's a two-horse race. Uh, now, Manny Machado is still 5-1 to one in the betting market, and Pete Alonso actually plus 550. Mets have a much better chance, obviously, of winning the East than the Padres do of winning the West. But you look at Alonzo, he's still hitting over 280, 70 RB, 68 RBIs, 69 RBIs, 22 home runs. He scored 45 runs, and he's kept the Mets uh, ahead here of the Braves as the Braves have made their charge. And then I still have Paul Goldschmidt, number one. Agree with everything you've got here. I, would t- I-, I got no qualms with you having Pete ahead of Manny Machado. Here's the problem I have with baseball is – the term says most valuable player. Does that mean most valuable player in the league? Most valuable player to team? If it's the team, I agree with it's Manny Machado. If it's to the league, I would say Paul Goldschmidt. And that, if it were to the team, I would have Alonzo second. I have Goldie third. 
Uh, interesting because of the pieces around Goldie yeah. and St. Louis. Yeah, and he's got Arenado, Bader. I mean, he's got, some, got a good defensive team. Outstanding. The White Sox, you think about where the White Sox would be if they had the he's, defense of the Cardinals. Do you agree with the, the market price here? Plus 125 on Goldschmidt to win? No, too, too short because yeah. an injury can occur. Alonzo's in New York. The way the Mets are playing, he's still very much alive there. 69 RBI, more home runs. Now, you got to give Goldie the credit in terms of batting average. Yeah. yeah, obviously he's 66 points ahead of Pete Alonso. That's a substantial difference. But we've seen in years past where if you dominate <clears throat> home runs, batting average, and RBI, it doesn't matter. The argument also against Alonso and compared to these other two is he's by far the worst defensive player. Yeah, that, that's fair. I agree with How that. How much do you think that weighs in to the MVP voting? Yeah, but then Manny is so far ahead of Goldie in terms of defensively. Manny is a plus-plus defender. Plays short or, th- or third. third. And, and, you know, Manny doesn't get enough credit at third base because it was a transfer. Remember, he was at short. Yep. And because you got Arenado who plays third base, who's won the gold glove all eight years. Every year he's been in the yeah, league. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. Uh, let's go to the American League. And, of course, this list is more controversial. And people have ascribed uh, evil motives to me for not having Shohei first or maybe even Shohei second. He's not on my list. And I have the top four here. And an entry for a player from a team that you keep saying – Keep your eye on, notwithstanding last night, yeah. this team to win the American League at a big price, the Boston Red Sox. I've got Rafael Devers fourth right now, Mo. I like the way he's playing. I, I want to see the rest of your list before I comment. Okay. Third, I have Jordan Alvarez from the Houston Astros. Completely agree. 22 home runs, 54 RBIs. Uh, trails uh, only judge there. I have Jose Ramirez. I still think you take Jose Ramirez out of the lineup. He does the most damage in the American League because there's nobody else around him there with Cleveland. I would agree with that. And then you got Aaron Judge. And then one. Judge is minus 120 right now, uh, close to minus 120. Okay, I like your. I would flip two and three. I would have Alvarez second, Ramirez third. I debated third. it. I rewrote it. I rewrote it when I was sending it to Britain. I originally had had Alvarez second and Ramirez third. My reason is only because the Guardians have gone into a bit of a tailspin. They were up five games in the loss column or four games on the Minnesota tw- uh, Twins. Now they're just a game up in the loss column, but they have played six fewer games. So basically they have to go 5-1 and one to match the Twins in terms of record. I think Ramirez has been outstanding, but I think Jordan Alvarez, you have to give him credit. You <clears throat> mentioned the lack of hitters around Ramirez. We know that. But Bregman has not been particularly effective. And I he think had a couple helps. big hits over the weekend. Yep. He's been bad. And you look at Houston, when you get past the number four in the lineup, there's, there's a precipitous drop-off. Who would you put fifth in the American League if you had a list? J.D. Martinez. Great point. Yeah. I think El Tuvi's top seven, too. Yeah. He's still such a pest in that lineup. Oh, he's hitting, unbelievable. Hitting he's a catalyst. Up. Yeah. Okay, let's get into some of the baseball games because we do have 16 of them today. And yeah. also, wow. we hit a couple of them. Here's some decent pitching matchups tonight. Let's start in Philadelphia, where the Bryce Harperless Phillies return home off the long road trip that went through San Diego to take on the Braves, who are in second place in the division. Charlie, my favorite, Morton on the mound for the Braves. And Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phillies. Wheeler here, and of course Harper affects this price. A dollar twenty favorite at home today with a total of seven and a half. Morton with a good effort last out, but it's not been the Morton through the body of work this year that we've been used to the last five, six, seven years. Yeah, and, and to your point, I don't know if the Atlanta Braves could have gotten a day off or an off day in a worse situation. You dominate a game at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers and then blow it late. Now you got to go to Philly and you got to take on Zach Wheeler in this matchup. I, I'm leaning towards Wheeler. I know the Phillies don't have the same cachet offensively without uh, Bryce Harper in the lineup. But to me, Wheeler and the inconsistency of Morton are a perfect combination for a cheap price here. I, look, I'm not trying to take anything away from how well Bryce Harper has played, but I think it's an overreaction in the price when you've got a guy like Wheeler who's been appreciably better. You know who's been incredible for them is Schwarber. Yes, Schwarber's spot. been terrific. Driving in a lot of yeah. runs, big home runs. Uh 
he's been well worth the acquisition. I think better for them than he was uh, in Washington. All right, um, A's Yankees. Let's congratulate our friend Mitch Moss who gave out first five and bet first five. Uh, Paul Blackburn last night and the A's that cashed at plus two hundred five. Very nice. Bet. Of course, the wheels came off in the seventh and the Yankees covered the run line tonight. Frankie Montas, who carried a no hitter into the eighth against Seattle last time out. Gave up two hits, didn't get a chance to go out there and pitch the ninth, and Seattle threw four walks, or Oakland threw four walks at two wild pitches, lost that game. He got a no decision, 2-1. Sears, talk, talk to me about Sears going for the Yankees. They're a $2 favorite again tonight. Total, I'm all interesting, 7.5. Yeah, my man JP here just with seven innings pitched on the season so far. Uh, remember, this is his first year in the big leagues, 26 years old. A uh, little bit of a concern there. Uh, I would look at the A's plus a run and a half. I'm just concerned that they're not going to be able to score. That's always a concern when you back Oakland. But I think Montas coming off a tremendous performance last start. Eight innings, two hits or three hits. I really thought he had a no-hitter. And he was, and he only had like 71 pitches going into the eighth inning. Yeah, he, he was unbelievable. Too, too bad he couldn't have finished the game. He at least got the win there. They, get, they go pluk, walk, pass ball, walk, pass ball. He was also involved in the seventh last night where the Yankees made the big comeback. Uh, Gaussman got a public workout last night against that kid and, and picked up a win. Good or better pitching matchup tonight. Good game here. Ross Stripling, who I know I'm higher on than you are, against Michael Walker for the Red Sox. Stripling, $1.35, $1.38, forty favorite, depending on where you look them all. Total nine, first five, four and a half. Uh, good game here. I think the price and the numbers are all where there should be. No play on either side. Walker and Stripling, both with good whips. Walker 1.04, Stripling at 1.06. Uh, I think you got to cash in on opportunities. Both offenses capable of hitting the long ball. Uh, that's one area I would look in terms of if, if you look at either of these starting pitchers in terms of giving up the homers, seven homers given up in 65 innings so far for um, Michael Walker. Not bad when you look at that. And then even stripling even better. Three homers in 52 and two-thirds innings. He's had one bad start. Yeah. One bad start. And the Yankees just were too good. They couldn't. He couldn't strike him out. He couldn't get a, a two-strike swing and miss, and they worked him over, and he couldn't even get through four innings. I, I'm just looking at how loud is somebody's bass on the street that we can feel it in the studio. Yeah, it, it hurts. Now, uh, the Astros... Got a day off, and now they head to Queens City Field. They took on the Yankees over the weekend. Now they get the Mets. The aforementioned Carlos Carrasco, who they bashed. Remember in Houston, I was on that first five last time out against Framber Valdez, who you could argue, you know, outside of one inning, pitched a terrific game against the Yankees. Houston, all the starting pitchers were terrific uh, in that series. The big four were. I'm just a little surprised by this line, too, Amal. Astros twenty tonight with a total of eight. Why are you surprised? You thought I thought it would be a little higher. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they're on the road. I think that's why you see that. Um, they lead Major League Baseball in road home runs, Amal. The city field, obviously, since they brought the fences in, Carrasco struggled two of his last three starts, giving up five runs each uh, in two of those three starts. I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I still think they give a lot of credit for the home field. Interesting series for the Brewers. They have to go to the Trop and take on Tampa Bay, who just came off that series uh, with the Pirates. Woodruff. Woodruff back for the Brewers against Baz for the Rays. The Brewers, plus even money here on the road, $1.20, even money on the Brewers, $1.20 on the Rays, total of seven. Yeah, no opinion on this one. I think both numbers are correct in terms of the total and the uh, side where the numbers are. Low-scoring game in D.C. last night. 3-2, the uh, home team Nats rallied uh, to come back and beat the Pirates. Quintana against Corbin. Two decent left-handers with a total of nine. Do you look under here? I, I do, especially at this number at nine. Yeah, exactly. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue our preview of the conferences and football. We had the Big Ten West yesterday. Today, 
The Ohio State University and the rest of the Big Ten East. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books in Vegas and across the country. Download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Do you often go there to listen to the, the podcast that the network puts out? Why don't you take a wild guess? That Will Hill, that New York City podcast, I'm a fan of that. He had, he had our guy on there. Who's that? Ben Fox, to uh, recount the incredible story he wrote about the night of the NBA draft, a day that will live in infamy. Well, I guess there's people in the of, 50th state, uh, the Aloha Hawaiian. state, that might be a bit uh, offended. Right, well, we'll see. We'll see by the ratings. All right, let's get to the Big Ten uh, East. We talked about the West yesterday, which I think will be a competitive division. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with all the usual suspects, we get to the East, and let's start out with your school, the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I venture to guess that you may have a couple plays on the Ohio State University this year. Let's talk about their season win totals ten and a half, but heavy juice to the over two twenty. Conference win total interesting, eight and a half. That means they've got a sweep, yep. go nine and zero, oh, but it's plus one forty to get them to go nine and zero oh in conference, and then to win the Big Ten overall, win the Big Ten championship game minus two ten all. Yeah, I like the Ohio State Conference total over. I think they're going to have an undefeated regular season. Uh, I would take the conference odds instead of the 10.5 wins. You don't want to lay 220. What's that? You're not going to lay 220. Well, it's 210 on the conference odds. Yeah. My point being is that the conference odds, you can still drop a game. You can go 0-3 in non-conference. You could drop a game in conference play and still win the Big Ten title. So it's a lot easier to be able to navigate than having to do that. Um, the one that intrigues me is Michigan at 9.5. Well, let's stay, let's stay with Ohio Sorry, State because... A huge opening weekend game, right? Yeah. Um, at the Horseshoe against Notre Dame. That goes at 4.30. That's an ABC game of the week. Uh, on Saturday, um, September 3rd, the Buckeyes. Let's just talk about that game. The Buckeyes lane 14 and a half in that game. Your thoughts on the spread? Well, I think Ohio State offensively is actually going to be better than they were last year. They led the nation in scoring. And here's the key when you look at it from an Ohio State defensive standpoint. Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator, comes over from Oklahoma State. His last game, Mike was against Notre Dame and their offense. I think it'll be a little bit easier in preparation. They stifled for th- them in the second half. Absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And now you got better athletes you're going to have out there. Um, this is going to be interesting. Denzel Burke had a tremendous freshman season. Going to be an outstanding cornerback. Uh, I, I think Toughest conference game at Penn State. Yeah. I mean, look, look at their schedule. Arkansas, Toledo, all that nonsense. Wisconsin at home. They have to go to East Lansing. They get Iowa at home. They have to go to Happy Valley um, and Michigan at home. I tell you right now, they're, they're going to crush Michigan. Everything is geared towards He kind of went back to the way Urban was running things, and uh, it's been an intense preseason. They're getting ready for that game. It, it reminds me of when they got ready for Clemson the second time around, and they throttled them. Uh, Ohio State's going to be ready for Michigan. But James Franklin's team always, always, particularly in state college, plays Ohio State tough. What would you lay to make the playoff? Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, probably same as the conference odds. Minus two dollars. Yeah, two two ten. Yeah. Are they the second best team in the country this year? Yes. Okay. Uh, you said Michigan was interesting. Let's mm-hmm. run through 
Michigan. Uh, win total overall nine and a half. Right. Juiced a little to the over, minus 125. If you think it nine or under, plus 105. Conference wins six and a half, minus 165 over. So seven and two, eight and one, or nine and oh. And then to win the Big Ten championship, which means winning the Big Ten East and then winning the Big Ten title game, six to one of all. Yeah, uh, I don't believe they're going to win the league, but when you look at their schedule, I mean, they're really challenging themselves in the non-conference part of the year. Colorado State, Hawaii, Well, they match UConn. up with the, the NCAA basketball game. They, they book whoever they play in the tournament. tournament. Yeah, <laughs> Colorado State, Hawaii, uh, UConn. Uh, they've got Maryland at Iowa. That's going to be an interesting one. Then they've got Penn State at home. I think they'll win that game. I think this team goes over the season win total. They've got to really navigate, Mike. They're going to beat Michigan State at home. They've what? got to navigate two wins out of three. Penn at State, Iowa, Penn Iowa? State, and at Ohio State. They're not winning at Ohio State. No, they're not winning at Ohio State. What's the number in that game going to be? Probably uh, probably about 10, 9, nine or 10. Big revenge. Oh, this huge. is huge. Cool. Yeah, this is going to be huge. Okay. Um, I think the conference win total is interesting. I don't see them losing three games. I don't They'd either. have to lose all three of those games. No, I don't. They'd I don't have to lose that. at home to mm-hmm. Penn State and on the road to Iowa and then Ohio State. I don't State. think Penn State's good enough to go into Ann Arbor and beat them. I think Michigan looks at a 10-2 and two year. I think they're going to have a very good year. Um, you know, I know I know people were all excited because they got to the college football playoff. My one question I ask everybody who's a Michigan fan is, do you accept the fact that you got boat raced by Georgia? And they're like, well, we made the playoff. I didn't realize Michigan's bar had gotten to a point where losing by, you know, no. 20 is acceptable. Uh, Penn State. Mm-hmm. Eight and a half is their win total, plus 105 to the over. Five and a half conference wins, heavily juiced, minus 195 to the over, 16 to one to win the conference. Here again, remember they opened at Camp Randall, uh, their opening game last year, and all that game where Mertz turned the ball over about 12 times, and Penn State got off to a good start winning that game. This year, they open at West Lafayette. Never an easy place to go, actually. They've got two of the tougher three games to open the season uh, outside of Florida. Florida's got Utah and Kentucky back to back, but yeah. at Purdue at Ross Aid's never easy. And then they go, they go down to the Plains. They get the return weeks. trip. Yes. When when Auburn came to uh, Happy Valley. Yeah, yeah. They have to go to the Plains there. How good's Auburn this year? Second year for the coach from uh, from Boise, Boise State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob, Auburn is probably a 6-6, six 7-5 and six, seven and five type of team, but an, it's going to be a game mid-afternoon, Big Ten team coming down. They'll be ready for that one. But when you look at, what's the season win total on Penn State here? Eight and a half. I think they're going to drop the game at Auburn, but they they could pull it out at Michigan. Minnesota's going to be a tough game. The Gophers always play them tough. Always tough. tough. Always cover the number. Yeah. Let, let's look at Michigan mm. and Ohio State as losses. Uh, Michigan State at home, they'll beat eight and a half. I would go over, and you got to navigate the Auburn game, the Purdue game, and the Minnesota game. I think the whole season's the first game I, at I, Purdue. I, yeah, it's going to have a huge impact. Yeah. <clears throat> tough spot to open your year. It really is. I I, I think... Man, on a Thursday night yeah. at Ross Aid, I don't like that. No, I, like the, the, they got it done in Camp Randall, but that's a really tough spot. You don't get, you don't get any prep work before you hit the Big Ten schedule. You have a redshirt senior quarterback in Sean Clifford. That helps a mm-hmm. lot. Um, that that'll make a difference. But this is an important game for James Franklin's team. All right, <clears throat> next up, Sparty, uh, Michigan State. Win total seven and a half over minus one twenty. Conference win total four and a half over minus one sixty. And to win the conference, twenty-eight to one. Listen, Western Michigan comes in. Western Michigan's games games in past years, they get Akron at home, and then that interesting game they have to go um, to Seattle and take on Washington in Week Three. So, I think that game is so crucial to their season win total. Uh, I don't know if they're going to win at Husky Stadium. Long trip across the country. I said today um, 
on a show this morning that the loss of Kenneth Walker is the biggest individual loss to any team in college football of one player. I don't know if there's a player that anybody else... Not a quarterback. No. Kenneth Walker was their best player by a large margin, and everything he was able to do for this team offensively was unbelievable. Um, I think at Washington's going to be key. That's a, a Kalen DeBoer and company. Remember, he was in the Big Ten as an offensive coordinator at Indiana. Michael Penix might be a quarterback there. Uh, uh, Sam Heward might be the starter as well. Big five-star um, there. You remember the name Heward? Obviously, brother, uh, his, uh, uncle and, uh, uncles played there. Ohio State, Wisconsin at home. Do they beat Wisconsin at home? Tough game. I don't know if they beat Minnesota at home. That's what I've got them. Washington, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Penn State, out of which uh, they're at Michigan, they're at Penn State, um, and at Washington. I rank the Big Ten. Forget about the divisions. Yeah. Rank the Big Ten from top to bottom. You go Ohio State. Who's your number two? Michigan. Clearly. You think Michigan's better than anybody in the West? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Well, they still have to prove it at Kinnick. Absolutely right. Um, I think third, I would go. Iowa, fourth I would go uh, Wisconsin, fifth I Penn would go State. Penn State. Yeah. The reason why I give Iowa the edge is because their defense, but again, both teams with ineptitude at quarterback between Spencer Petras and Graham Mertz. All right, um, Maryland is next on our list. Maryland's win total six, juice to the under, minus 126 flat. Conference wins three and a half, plus uh, even money to the over. And to win the conference, uh, Maryland 150 to one. What's the prognosis uh, for the Terps this year? Uh, average team, Mike Loxley's team will compete. They'll get off to a fast start because they've got a weak non-conference schedule. But I look at this team, you know, you get in the middle. The, the problem for teams like Maryland is you play, you know, you, you play Purdue at home. You've got to win that game. You play at Indiana. It's a game you could potentially win. Could they lose at Charlotte? Could they lose no. to SMU at home? I doubt it because Dykes has moved on now to yeah. – um, to TCU, I th- don't think they'll be the same offensively. Remember, they went Maryland went seven and six last year. Uh, this is a team you're going to have t- uh, Tangabalayo back at quarterback. Uh, this would be an interesting team to they pay lost attention some to. Close games last year. They Mo. did. They were very competitive, and I think Loxley's trending in the right direction. They've recruited far better. Um, Where's your four wins though? If you want to go over for the conference, home to Rutgers. Um, yeah, but it's not as easy North- as you're saying. Okay, home. Well, I'm just trying to find four wins. I- home to Northwestern. Would they be favored at Indiana? I don't know. Okay, they could beat Indiana. I'll give you Rutgers. Do they beat Northwestern and Purdue? I, I don't I, know. That's a tough, tough to get. They got this. a tough conference I, schedule. I think you've got to evaluate this team and play them week to week, don't well, you? Well, they get Wisconsin in the uh, alternate, I mean, in the opposite division, and then you got Michigan, Penn State, and um, Michigan State. How long does Loxley last at Maryland? I think it'll last a little bit longer than based on the record. All right, when we come back, the rest of the Major League Baseball schedule and our place. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's Wimbledon Week, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go to sportsbook for all tennis related betting. Today through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10. Bet Rivers live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the Bet Rivers app, and now you can even listen and live stream tennis matches right from the Bet Rivers online sportsbook. Yeah, that game's already rescheduled uh, tomorrow. T- tomorrow at 3 a.m. We're talking about uh, Pagula. Don- yeah, Pagula and Bekic there. Yeah. Just looking to see if it was still on today or it got moved to tomorrow. Just real quick, I want to add something to that. Yeah. If you're betting some of these matches, keep in mind, depending on what time zone you're in, 4 o'clock on the East Coast in New York, uh, 1 o'clock out West, that's basically going to be the time in which the last set is going to be canceled or a match won't get started because of uh, sunsets around about 9.15 there just outside of London. All right, let's get to the plays. Amal, you have one for today? I have two. Okay, go ahead. Uh, let's start with the game we talked about earlier between the uh, Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies. No Harper in the lineup, but I'll tell you what, I like uh, Zach Wheeler at this price at minus 120 against the Braves here. I think Philadelphia gets it done with wheels on the mound. He's a terrific pitcher. Charlie Morton has struggled at times this year, and I think Philadelphia takes advantage of that. Uh, then I'm going to go with the uh, slight dog tonight at the Big A. I like Johnny Cueto. Always been a Cueto fan. Uh, he's a plus price tonight against the Angels. I like the, the Chicago White Sox to bounce back. Probably one of their final 15 wins remaining in the year with Tony La Russa managing this team in the way they defend. All right. I agree with you on Phillies. I'm going to play them first five. I don't really want to mess with that Philly bullpen. You're right about that. Philly bullpen. So I'll lay 120 first five with Wheeler. That's a one-unit play. Yeah. 
I'm going to go back to the Orioles. I actually bet them in game last night. I'm going to go back to Amal, do you realize with the win last night, and they dominated 9-2 to two in Seattle, with the win last night, they moved to 14-10 and 10 in June. It's now impossible for them to have a losing record in June. This will be their first winning month in five years. Wow. Think about that. Seems playing well. They won three out of four in Chicago. Yep. Had an opportunity to even win that game thanks to Jose Abreu. But uh, this team is really trending in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, uh, so two units here. Look, against Robbie Ray, plus 146. Wells was great last night, although I don't understand why he only went five. They brought Aiken in. But Aiken go three and a third uh, to close out the game last night for the Orioles. I think Framber's too short. I'm going to play him first five again. Get me away from that. Get me away from that Astros bullpen. Presley or whoever they're going to bring in there at the end. Framber, minus 118, first five against Carrasco in the Mets. And then I take Stripling here and lay the dollar thirty-eight uh, full game. Uh, or I'm sorry, first five here against the Red Sox. So only full game is Kramer. Listen, that closer for the Orioles is terrific. Yeah, He's very, very good. He might be in my top five next week on Tuesday when we look at AL Cy Young candidates. He might edge out Shohei. All right, let's get to some of the other games here. Amal. <sighs> Adam Wainwright was terrific last night. Yeah. How do you let Yepes hit a three-run homer? I mean, when I saw Yepes hit a three-run homer at Lopez to go up four to nothing, I knew I did not want to watch that game one second more. I mean, if there's a guy you want up, it's Yepes, and he goes deep with two outs to go up four nothing. Tonight, Garrett uh, for the Marlins against my boy Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals. Cardinals, I'm all a dollar forty-five home favorite over the Marlins with a total of eight and a half. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup here. Hudson's been terrific for this uh, uh, Cardinals team this year. The record may not necessarily indicate it, but he's pitched well. Uh, not the worst price for St. Louis at home here in this particular spot. Nice job offensively last night. Goldie leads off the game with a homer. Uh, you mentioned Wainwright and the job he did there. So if you're looking at this game, I would potentially look at St. Louis here. And remember, um, 4.45 Pacific time. The, all these teams nowadays that are in downtown areas, generally speaking, have moved up their start times by about 30 minutes to an hour. Correct. Um, the Reds, who were clearly the worst team in baseball the first month of the year. I don't think they are now. I think it's Oakland. I, th- I think it's Oakland as well. Uh, Louis Castillo and the Reds uh, make the short trip to Chicago to take on the Cubs. Thompson's been their best pitcher, better than Stroman. Um, you could argue better than Hendricks as well. Louis Castillo and the Reds, you can get even money on tonight at Wrigley. Uh, twenty on the Cubs. This total is 9 yeah, interesting matchup here. Thompson's been great. 7-2. and two. They got him pitching at home. He's really effective there. Uh, 3.10 ERA. I would check the win situation if you're going to bet this game. No play for me in this game here, Mike. Okay. Uh, boy, I got fricasseed early with my first five under in Kansas City last night. Martin Perez. You bet that game under? I bet the first five under four and a half. I, I said yesterday, Kobe. I said take Perez. I, I didn't say the under. You know what the problem is? That's such a hitter-friendly park. People don't Kaufman, realize yeah. it, it, that ball carries. Anyhow, you win, I lose. Uh, now, your guy, Martin Perez, your favorite pitcher in baseball. John Gray might be your second favorite pitcher in baseball. You've loved John Gray, oh, for many a year against a guy that I said I like and you don't like Easley. Easley's been better with the control here. They won the game he started against the Angels, but Gray, I looked at this too, the 155. I looked at the overnight at 145. Thought it might be a little short, but I look for the Rangers to keep making hay while the sun shines in Kansas City. I would agree with you, but the price is too high for me. I don't think, da- uh, as I said, Dallas, Texas should be a um, 155 favorite on the road. Gray's whip is pretty good at 1.18. Your boy Heasley here at 1.38. Um, Kansas City inconsistent hitting the baseball, 26 and 46. Uh, I would look at the Rangers' potential run line here as well if you're going to play this one. I've been in, oh, let's get that. I'm sorry. Dodgers, uh, they come off the big win in Atlanta, and they go to Coors and can't hit the ball at all. Got shut out last night. 
Kyler Anderson suffers his first loss. So there's our boy, Tony the Tiger Gonsolin, sitting there as the lone undefeated. Um, Kershaw yeah. uh, gets a start tonight against the lefty Kyle Freeland. The Dodgers once again, a $2 favorite on the road, and a total of 11.5. The line really didn't move. In fact, it went up a little bit tonight. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I'm not going to touch this game. I think Freeland, you'd look at the dog here. Uh, might be a day late, but uh, I think Colorado's got a chance with Freeland on the mound. Kershaw's been terrific. Comes in with a 2.0 ERA. I can't remember the last time Clayton was 5-1 and one and nobody's talking about him. You know, normally at 5-1, and one, Clayton's already the front runner for the Cy Young. Probably pitches, you know, 70 innings. Probably got 95 strikeouts, but that's not the case so far this year. Obviously. Well, he's been hurt, right? Yeah. And so he's really taken... It was going to take a backseat anyhow to some of the guys on the staff, including yeah. Walker Bueller. But it's possible he could play a key role now. Do you think you ever get David Price back into the starting rotation there? No, they, but use, I, they use him to two or three innings in relief. Yeah, I think he's again. a guy that can eat innings for you and can be effective at times. I've just never been a, a Kyle Freeland guy. All right. Padres now have to go on the road, but not far. Just head on down the highway to Phoenix to take on Zach Gallon and the Diamondbacks. What a low total here in Bank One. You very rarely see a seven and a half. Manaya against Gallon. But these Padre games are hard to bet over just because of the lack of productivity down in the order. This game, Amal, is a straight pick with a total of seven and a half. Yeah, uh, no play in this one. Uh, you know, Manaya has been not as good with the ERA, but the whip has been very solid. Gallon, a very nice whip at 1.01. In the ideal scenario, you're, you're a plus pitcher if you're at a one. or I mean, it, it's been outstanding for him. No play in this game. Quick here, Scooble at Rodon. Rodon almost a $2 favorite with the Giants against the Tigers. I've been in a fade Scooble move. He hasn't been nearly as good as last five starts. Total of seven in San Francisco at night, $2 on the Giants. <clears throat> to your point, Scooble in his last four starts has given up 18 earned runs. I mean, that's an extremely disconcerting number if you're looking at it from a uh, Scooble perspective in this game. No play here. Let's run through some quick NFL new head coaches win totals for their teams. How about that? Go ahead. We, we don't want to lose focus on on that league that's got a lot of things heating up right now. One day they'll be in camp. All right, Nathaniel Hackett is with the Broncos. Their season win total them all, and a tough, tough AFC West is 10, juice to the over, minus 120. little high there, even with Russell Wilson. I think good defense, but that's a big number. Um, boy, that's optimistic there. They're going to win 11 games. I don't necessarily see that happening. Most competitive division I've ever seen in my life. Mike McDaniel goes to the Dolphins. Total is 9 over 125. Um, I'm going to go under. I, I don't know if Miami's winning 10 games. Why, why is Miami all of a sudden They're so awful high? high here, aren't they? Yeah. Anyhow, That's Kevin O'Connell goes to the Vikings. Total is nine. Uh, Paul Allen will tell you they're winning 13. Oh, I, why? Why? <laughs> he's have, considering it a down no, year, huh? Yeah. At 13? Um, you know, to me, I'd be looking at the Vikings over because of the division. I think when you look at the Bears and the Lions, you're looking at possibly uh, three out of four wins right there. Stay here in the AFC West. The Raiders with Josh McDaniel. Eight and a half over minus 120. Uh, I think this team could be very good or this team could be very bad. I think the acquisition of Chandler Jones, everyone talks about Devontae Adams and rightfully so, but I think Chandler Jones is quietly one of the most underrated defensive players in the NFL. Brian Dable goes to the Giants. The total is seven, juice to the over minus seven. 125. Oh, we'll go under right there. Plus I, 105 under seven. I, I thought you were going to say six. Still Daniel Jones, right? The quarterback. Yeah, and, and Saquon will have 125 game one. Game two will pull a hammy and it'll be out eight weeks. Everybody's favorite coaching choice, Matt Eberflus, uh, goes from Indianapolis to the Bears. Total is six and a half over minus 120. Um, I think they could get 
over if things break properly for them, but it kind of contradicts what I said about the Vikings. I would look at not playing this one unless you really believe in the Bears. Dougie P. Dougie Peterson, he's heading on down to Jacksonville to start his own era there, a Super Bowl championship coach. The total of them all is six, juice to the over, minus 120. George Seifert won two Super Bowls. Anybody Were they looking to hire him after that great stint in Carolina? Uh, <laughs> Doug Peterson, no thank you. Um, I think this team's going to be more competitive, but I don't. they're not winning seven games. Who better coach, Mariucci or Seifert? Uh, I'm going to go with the man uh, uh, from Michigan. I'm going to go with Steve Mariucci. I always thought uh, Seifert had have a great job as the spokesmodel for those t- ties on the back of the glasses. He missed his calling there. He could have <laughs> made bank. Thanks for tuning in today. Big show ahead tomorrow. Stay tuned for Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.